I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. <laughs> this the silent dance. <laughs> um, silent, God damn, it's been a while since we've uh, recorded in here. I recorded in my car last. Yeah, like it's a little it, sad panda. It didn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> Just the entire time. Little sad panda. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So last time I we did I didn't have, we did an episode we talked about Game of Thrones. Yes. I just finished. Good old got. Yeah, good old got. G O T. You know a G O T. You um, know me. <laughs> I saw a meme earlier today. It was um, Jon Snow looking at Tyrion and Tyrion saying, "I drink and I know things." And he was like, "Someone get me a drink," because <laughs> he knows nothing. I was pretty happy about that one. There was a Disney artist. Uh, I just saw like a string of. Uh, you might have actually shared it on Facebook. Um, Probably the the <laughs> Disney artist who drew uh, Star Wars is Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, yeah. The the Kylo Ren and with, Jon uh, Snow. Yeah, you know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I I love the little interactions between him and Darth Vader. Like I hope him uh, Darth Vader has the whole cake piece, the cake and he's is, like, "I will I'll finish, finish what you started." started. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good stuff. Oh man. So speaking of which, we're going to talk about Avengers. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, um, so yeah, basically... Uh, well, we're talking about the ending of Phase 3 yeah. and the beginning of Phase 4. Yeah, Wait, is it? Yeah, I guess Phase 4 is the next thing. <laughs> is after I, I completely got lost on where they're at in Phases because yeah, they well, stopped announcing them as yeah, Phases. Well, because it's going to be Infinity War and then the next Avengers and then they've got Black Panther, the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, Black Panther's first. is the last yeah, yeah, solo yeah. movie but between yeah. or before uh infinity I, war i was just meaning collection not oh yeah and uh ant-man the wasp wasp the wasp <laughs> the wasp ant-man uh, and the wasp <laughs> and uh, uh i feel like there's one more in there like, um, uh spider-man sequel or yeah there's spider-man sequel in 2019 yeah before phase four starts um and there's been talk on online of them uh, potentially, possibly holding off any real announcement on Phase Four, quote unquote Phase Four, um, until we find out what's going on with this Fox Disney merger, yeah. which sounds like it's going to happen. Yeah, which is like when I first saw that, I was like, "What the? F- they can't buy Fox! Like, like it's <laughs> and, and Family like, Guy will be Disney related. That's fucked up. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forgot. Oh yeah. And there's also, Simpsons like, will X-Files. be part of Disney. X Files. That's gonna be fucked up. The whole the news organization. I assume. I assume, no. Like I don't know Fox how much is, is broken Fox, off. They're what they're buying was, is their film and television stuff. Okay. Fox is gonna say exclusively news and sports. Okay. Because I was uh, not sure exactly how they were gonna compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Woo. That was tough. Uh, I, yeah, I, I should stick to simpler syllables. Um. <laughs> <laughs> at 3 30 in the morning um sure that's why yeah that's totally the issue i'm gonna i'm just gonna blow it off it it was not the Kahlua. no <laughs> <laughs> didn't listen to this uh, uh <laughs> mom she don't know how to use your peter 
Uh, I'm podcast. Uh, the <laughs> the uh, yeah, how they were gonna break down the separate sections of Fox because whether or not like because uh, I mean that would put like Futurama, a lot of those animated series on with Disney, which. If Disney buys those out, are you going to have Disney changing a lot of... I, I assume they're going to change some policy to some stuff and it's really going to fuck up some of those shows to a certain degree, too. I, I, don't I mean, I think... feel like they would want to try to keep what is successful, obviously. Because right. but... here's the thing. Everybody's worried, obviously, about like if this goes through. And like I said, it's almost a, almost a positive this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of when and most likely by the time you hear this, it most likely has been announced. Yeah. From what I hear that it's, it's on set to happen, uh, soon unless they reach any legal issues where they'll have to wait like a year or so. Something like that. It actually. But goes and it, 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 it could still be announced that it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yo, yo, you built, but, um, people have been worried mostly about Deadpool. Um, yeah, the, because they're like, well, once Disney owns them, that does the character in. No more rated R Deadpool. Not necessarily. No, I don't think so either. Because I mean, even they have sub, they have sub companies, sub production companies that aren't yeah. Disney. Yeah. They're they're Disney, but they're not Disney. They're, they're owned by Disney, but not. They don't have that Disney logo. I think on Touchstone there. is one that yeah. that's owned by Disney. Well, all of ABC, and then like you know, Disney technically owns the Netflix Marvel series and Punisher. And, yeah. And it's the fucking, first episode. He beats some like, people to yeah. death with a sludge. So I know when I initially watched the first daredevil, uh, season, I, I saw, uh, Kingpin smash the it, dude's head in the, the, it was uh, the car, door. In the car door. And I was like, Holy shit. They did something I did. Cause I, you know, Disney, I did not expect it to hit those notes because of it being uh, Disney or Disney even movie. Marvel. I didn't yeah. expect it to hit that. And I was, I was pleasant. I've, I've enjoyed thoroughly like all the Netflix series. Um, Marvel. I mean, uh, the I, like, only exception that, uh, real exception I had was Iron Fist. I didn't even mind Iron Fist. I mean, I, I had a problem his, with, there's his, a lot of board meetings in that show. Oh yeah, definitely. And that really bothered me. I'm like, the, come on. <laughs> The uh, the character uh, of Iron Fist, which he 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 is kind of very self righteous and and kind of an asshole in that way. Anyways, like even in the cartoons and stuff, he's kind of annoying. But like, guys, we just need to do this. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like, like very like. It's just relax. Think of butterflies. It'll all be better. And they're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I and, just broke that dude's face. I was like, yeah, Defenders gotta... even I had issues with, yeah. mainly because of Iron Fist, yeah, because I, I don't I don't like the character, Yeah, apparently. the character's kind of... Uh, I was super excited for it, too. But Yeah. Um, Punisher, uh, did you finish it? I, I got four episodes in, and you got to set some time off to be depressed, because it's just like, it punches you in the face with, like, my family's gone. I, a lot of the... Issues like I, a lot of time or a lot of what I read review wise that people complained about was that they thought it was very slow going at the very beginning, and I didn't. Which I sat down and I watched it in two days. So, so you watched the entire. Th- I watched the entire thing in like two days. So, and it maybe it was because I watched it like that where I didn't like watch an episode, wait you know a week, watch another episode or something like that where it looked like come on get to somewhere. I watched two I just episodes. Kind of marathoned it. So two episodes, no three episodes in a row. And then I took uh, the next night. I watched the fourth episode. I de- haven't. I haven't watched any since. And this has been a couple it's, weeks. Yeah. It's, um. It's not. And even then, I didn't think. It was, I don't think it's slow going. I thought it was well paced. Yeah. Um. It didn't. It didn't just. 
that he didn't hit you in the face with all the action. Yeah. It, it, t- it tells a story. Yeah, that was one of the main things I, I heard complaints, and then I heard some groups kind of um, just gripe at the concept of you know, them, which it's the fucking Punisher, but them having issues with the uh, the gun violence and it being um, not addressed in a way that was like talking about. Um, how the you know the the situ situation I guess in uh, America today with gun violence, man. But, I just but in a way it kind of does bring that up in that it's talking about a lot. Uh, talks a lot about soldiers coming home from mm-hmm. war and um, them trying to find work and them being trained as um, uh, you know them kind of going over to these mercenary groups and things like that and like uh, just them their feelings of. Uh, neglect from their own government and things like that which obviously not painting every uh you know uh, right wing kind of uh, right. as a uh, an ex you know, veteran or anything but um it, it kind of bringing up some of those points as to uh, through them on like how they feel about their firearms about you know those kind of things um so it, it hints to some things and points to some things about uh you know just uh US government and our views on Things, but not overly, and I don't think and it I, needs to. I, I, just, I, was gonna say, I don't think uh, my biggest issue with a lot of things is that everybody seems to, and I am not, I was gonna, I'm not right wing at all. I don't really say I'm liberal, I just, whatever fucking makes sense, whatever. I don't want to get the show too political, but <laughs> I do have to say that I hate whenever people are like, well, the show should have said this and made this political. No, it shouldn't have. It's the fucking Punisher, yeah, man. It's... Let it be a faithful adaptation of the car- comic book. Yeah. And let us just enjoy. Let us geeks. If you don't want to enjoy it, that's fucking your yeah, problem. Yeah. I want to sit here and watch a comic book that I read as a kid, you know, as a teen. And, and <laughs> well, and I mean, the Punisher is very much gun, vi- you know, firearms. That's violence. what he is. That is his main thing. So I mean, I, I get that you have that. Oppor- he's almost like he's the anti-Batman yeah. almost. I mean, you have the opportunity there, and I guess you know people feel that it might have been squandered, and that they do have the opportunity to bring it up there, but. It isn't a positive story of gun violence either in that, you know, the dude is fucking not well because of the violence in his life and the yeah. violence around him. So, I mean, I don't think it paints it as like, hey, go out and shoot people. It makes your life awesome. Yeah, it's, you know, he, it's, he did he did what he had access to, what he had the ability to do, to but, do what he felt was right. Um, it's like uh, you know, Josh Hom, uh, Homme from uh, uh, Queens of Stone Age was talking about, they were like, well, you, you make this music, you should really, you know, like talk about Trump and talk about politics and bring up these points. And he was like, I want music to be something that allows people to vent and get away from those things and enjoy themselves. He's like, I don't need to bring up those things. That's this is it's escapism. To me, and that's it's exactly finest, what you know? movies and TV shows it, should really to be. To a certain extent. I mean, they do have the ability to bring up points and, and views that you didn't see and right. allow you to empathize with characters. You would not see their point of view. But you know that, and that's what storytelling does for us. It allows us to empathize with other people's views and stories and and lives, in a lot of ways. But not everything needs to be uh, so politically driven. <laughs> so so politically driven or current. Uh, you know, t- there's be some sort of social commentary. And anyway, anything you put in there, it depends on the person whether or not they're going to interpret it that way. Exactly. And uh, and like I said, like uh, one person will see the Punisher and go, "That guy is a badass. He can fight anyone. He can pick up a gun and shoot everyone. I want to be like that guy and shoot everybody." And they're the same person who look at them and see the the right. hardship of the character like, and the pain that he's gone through and be <laughs> yeah. like, 
I would never want to be pained and hurt that way and be yeah. in that kind of a violent situation. I wouldn't want to be put in a situation where I feel like that's so, the only I mean, option. It's, it's that same. It's it's person to person how they interpret the character and the images and the thing they they see on screen. Speaking it's, of, it's not um, the subject in and of itself. I mean, you can display anything on on a screen and and view it to people, and some people will see you know the hardship of a situation, and other people will look at it as entertainment or something like that and just you just know, enjoy it and, and and so it's it's really person to person but um so as i say speaking of um messages and shows uh <laughs> do you remember uh, it was last season on arrow have you did you watch last season right yeah i finished last season uh, where they, they did the gun violence episode. oh god it was so painful yeah it was which um, he was like, we figured out the perfect plan. I, I tried to, I was talking oh, to a, a, a guy at work who's, um, not, doesn't hate gays, but isn't, uh, necessarily fond, fond of it. And also is not necessarily very, he's not, I wouldn't say right wing, like real strong gun stance, but you know, he can't own a gun, um, for reasons, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, the, the thing is, is like, you know, I was kind of talking, I was like, even me who, uh, you know, I, I have no issues with, you know, that, but he was like, I was like, they do it very heavy handed with both those subject matters. Like, and Green Arrow has always been, you know, from at least from what I, I haven't read the individual comics in the back in the day, but it seems like he's always, uh, a social, justice, it, warrior. A social justice warrior kind of goes out there and talks about things like gun violence or drug abuse or so it made um, sense things to like that. Do so, something like so that. So doing something like that, I think, but it was is, so... stays, stays true to the character. But yeah, that show has a real problem with heavy handedness. Yeah, like, real issue. It's with really it. bad. There's sometimes um, they're really good yeah, like, with some of their stuff, like with the subtlety. Yeah, but, but it's so few and far between. It's it's like um, I think uh, the stuff with Mister Terrific. Yeah, well, I was saying the stuff with Mister is. Is very heavy-handed. Like every few minutes, he's. I've got to go now, see. Now, not lately. Well, I haven't watched the new season because they're divorced. Though, uh, now. Okay, but I've got to go see my husband. I got to go see my. Oh, I wonder if my husband's all right. Whereas in, you know, normal That's... context, you would say their name. You know, but yes, yeah. my has, husband. My husband. Pause for dramatic effect. And I. Whereas in the which, Flash, with Flash, the the chief of police, super subtle, is gay, but he he's it's it's subtle he's like i gotta go i gotta make sure my husband's okay like once and then he refers to him by his name yeah he like, never I'm talks gonna, about i'm gonna go out on a date with you know greg i can't think of his name you know whatever yeah. it is to, to the point where you all you, you forget almost and, and, and it's like and, oh yeah i mean i get there's uh there's some value in pointing it out and making it apparent that those characters are there in the situation but there are better ways to do it but the way they do it is heavy-handed the way they talked about the gun violence kind of heavy-handed um to where they dedicate an entire episode to it whereas they could have done several like have a character who's having issues with the violence of the situation throughout the whole season and kind of be bringing it up and having they could have used the character of vigilante that way yeah and that's exactly what the character was almost in the comic books um but I, i just feel there was there's better ways to do it where and he was having actually real trouble with legends of tomorrow with uh sarah lance He's like, she's like, he's like every woman she meets, 
she has, she has to, to fuck. fuck. <laughs> and he's like, it does I'm get sorry, I'm sorry, you're not going to go to medieval Europe and just the the queen is just going to fuck you, like, just because you're such a badass really, bitch. That really, that bothered me, because like, I was fine with it before. Yeah, whatever, it's she was, she fine. Was, oh, she just happened, she fell uh, in love with Nista Al Ghul. Yeah, it's fine that she's gay. And then, but to... Wow! Every single, every, every single, she's like the Lady James Bond, and just which, hey, there's James Bond, and that guy's, and we've been fine with that. So that's why I was telling him, I was like, you know, I think it's just them kind of doing the opposite of like. I can tolerate that a little easier, a and, little more, and uh, but it but does seem it to is get heavy-handed. Like, yeah, it's like, God damn, okay, it's like, okay, I get it. She likes women also, but she doesn't need to be straddling a face every other episode. <laughs> um, I would That's definitely just, pay more attention to that yeah, show. I, know. <laughs> I think you might get your ratings improved. Actually, I, I apologize. Um, but, they, uh, I mean, uh, and well, no, you know, Supergirl has done a, has done a fairly good job with it. It was a main part of the story. Uh, her sister mm-hmm. is a lesbian. Yeah. Comes out. They did like a whole. It was a whole like I think like three or four episode arc mm-hmm. where she's talking to this woman uh, Maggie, who is actually in the comic book. She's Batgirl's. Mm-hmm. Or Batwoman's uh, uh, wife. Wife. Yeah. Uh, Maggie Sawyer. No, they didn't actually get married because that's why they canceled it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, um, but Maggie S- yeah, Sawyer, I, I think, think it right. Um, but it, she, um, um, anyways, they they are talking, getting along, and then she finds out that Maggie's a lesbian, yeah. and then Maggie thinks that she's a lesbian, but she's like, yeah. oh, I'm not. Well, but then she thinks about it, she's like, I am a lesbian. Yeah. And she comes out. It's a yeah. huge thing. Which... And to the point where yeah. they're, they're at this point where I'm watching now, and I found out later they, they break up, but yeah. uh, they're getting married. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that's, that's fucking cool. stellar. Yeah. It's like um, in the first season, they did a little bit where she is the, uh, Sarah Lance is a nurse at the um, hospital and over like the course of a couple episodes while they're looking for uh, Vandal Savage and whatnot, yeah. she, she helps that girl realize that she has feelings for women but she's been scared to, because it's 1950s yep us and stuff like that so i mean like things like that are done well and it makes you kind of feel for the characters and why she might be emotionally connected to that person but then whenever but just she's just like, banging every just other banging woman every other woman it's like um, come on it's it's a lot of thing which you know and it stops i guess and that's part of it uh, to a certain extent i mean i guess it stops making me go like why am i uncomfortable with this is it because it's um talking about gays or issues like that or is it because they're doing it poorly and I've, i'm pretty I've sure it's done, I, doing I, it poorly. i think it's because i have no problem yeah it's, done it's well. it's, same same it's thing here that it's, it's like, done so heavy-handedly it's just and yeah. i i know we've, we've used that term a lot but it's that's that's the thing that's the problem though it's yeah. so ham-fisted it's <laughs> Yeah, there's the other one. It, it's so yeah. ham-fisted it could be a Christmas fucking dinner. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, um, so the, yeah, the stuff like that where it's done without, uh, which I, I understand too, too much subtlety makes everyone miss it. At least a large majority of the yeah. audience that aren't us. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy some subtlety though. That's, yeah, yeah. I miss it. Um, so, I mean, I... Uh, I'll, I'll give them that that hey at least they're they're trying to make a statement which you know kudos to you for doing that but you're also making your quality of your show not be as uh good as skilled in writing as it should be yeah or as we we've come to expect or come to look for from the series because it does have good moments um yeah i just yeah so avengers, avengers. really need <laughs> 
Wait, what? What were we uh, talking about? We gotta keep throwing those in there. Uh, um, so, <laughs> so Thanos. the Fox merger. Yeah. Well, all right, go for it. That's yeah, Fox merger. So, okay, here here's my theory. One, like I said before at the beginning of this, before we start talking about subtle messages and shows, um, <laughs> that were even Marvel. I know. <laughs> I, I know, that's why I had it in back of my mind, like, we got off subject, let me bring this back up. Let's try to bring it around. Uh, <laughs> but, so uh, what about that whole fucking AI issue in <laughs> Ultron? <laughs> I mean, you really hate AI that much, Disney? Jeez, let us fucking advance, you assholes. Um, but, uh, not everything's gonna be an apocalypse. <laughs> God, it's totally against transhumanism. Transhumanism? Yeah, you know, you know that's a thing. It's not a fucking thing. Oh, that's totally. A Why thing. is that a thing? That's uh, people talking about uh, using science and technology to advance human evolution. So, like, our eyes are shit. Put a bionic eye in, we'll advance our skills or gaining immortality through uploading our uh, mind to uh, a computer system. Why do we call it transhumanism? Because it's transcending tra- transcending human, but it's form of humanism, which is basically. Uh, humanism is the belief that human beings have the like ba- virtually limitless potential to do good and to gain and gain skills and learn more and advance themselves. So yeah, it's transcendence, dip. <laughs> Which is the concept that's a reference that I haven't. Boom! Heard. <laughs> Just fucking throw that out. I tried to watch that movie before. That movie is boring. I watched all of it. Did you really? Yeah. Was it the rest of it boring? Like I got like halfway through. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it, it it wasn't bad, but I it was. Oh yeah, it was wasn't slow, bad. When it was I watched, slower I paced. Yeah, I was like, woo. Um, but I yeah, got shit to do tra- today, guys. Transhumanism's a thing. Yeah. Um, Bionics but, uh, and uh, using a genetic uh, gene therapy, which uh, to throw off subjects some more. Um, they've have you heard of the CRISPR, the gene ther- therapy setup they've done? No. Uh, CRISPR is this new software. Like set up where they basically can go into individual genes and like pull out and add stuff and remove it, and they've like uh, they added um, the way they are doing it is like putting a virus like in there that has um, that feeds on certain like they're editing a virus and then putting it into the DNA strand and it's basically going through and clipping out every single DNA strand piece that has that so they're like curing diseases with it and they've like had good. So, like, literally, they alter your entire DNA to where it no longer has that issue. And they're putting in a guy with, um, I believe some it's a nerve, de- de- degenerative nerve issue. And they just put it in him to see, it was like the first human testing to see if it oh, works. Right. But literally, it could basically, they inject you and it cures your, just rewrite your DNA issues. And um, a guy, because it's not really that uh, uh, overseen yet. Um, there's a guy who basically used the CRISPR setup and he injected his forearm with a virus to remove the, uh, blocker for muscle growth in his forearm to see if he gains muscle strength. Cause it basically, it's the thing that limits your muscle growth. So it doesn't just grow exponentially. And he's basically put that in to see if it would work. It's what the, uh, there's a, a couple kids that have been born with it where they're like jacked oh, at a young yeah, age. Yeah. It's basically they they're they don't have that limiter on their muscle growth so he basically did that to himself to see if his muscles would grow and see if it would work so they're like starting to do those gene therapies and literally they could remove diseases or like 
you know, make athletes, you know, super athletes, super, you know, fucking Captain America style. Ivan Drago. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, that's a, that's a thing we're working on. <laughs> I love science. I fucking love science. But, uh, which actually, I, I, the guy has a YouTube tutorial on how to actually do that setup. Uh, if you have the equipment and whatnot. I have it up on my phone, of course. I I, how but, how true is it though? That's no, it's. I mean, like, like science is legitimately like doing. No, that. No, I know this, no, this guy. This guy. Yeah, yeah so. you can get the software. I mean, like I said, it's not. It's not been that um, tested. Well, it's not um, like they haven't really. It's new enough to where they don't really have laws against a lot of that stuff. So okay, they haven't really. So uh, nothing's really proven or. or well, I'm saying they haven't. Um, what would be the term I'm looking for uh, here? Uh, tested it. Basically, like, giving it legislation. Oh, go uh, to, yeah, yeah. to um, um, direct exactly what's okay, what's not okay, what you can do at home, what I you shouldn't be able to do. I don't know what the word is. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that do like the body modification things. Like they've uh, put like chips under their skin that like sends a code to their phone that tells them their heart rate, blood pressure, and all that kind of stuff. And that's people at home that are able to do it. Um, but you gotta obviously know what you're doing or you can give yourself infection or fuck yourself up. But I mean, it's people who are having the tech know-how and anatomy know-how to be doing it. But so how far were you from doing this? I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to jack me up, man. This doesn't go on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on immortality now. And then invulnerability. We'll work on. We'll work on both. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I think I'd rather invulnerability. I don't want. Yeah, I mean, because this world sucks. Well, see, if you just have immortality, <laughs> then you can kill yourself when you want to. But you could also get killed, but just by random. Immortality means you live forever without anything acting upon you. Invulnerability means you wouldn't be able to be killed uh, by anything acting on you, but you, you could still die, die of old, old age. I'd rather die of old age. Yeah. Yeah. Then I I uh I confuse the fuck out of because I can stay I can stay out of danger. I confused like the guy the other day. Uh, he said some. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. It wasn't this subject, which you think it would be with uh its relevance. But he said something along the lines of uh like uh what when you're gonna die. So I was like I'm immortal until proven otherwise. And he was like, Well, give me a knife. I'll prove it. I'm like, No, no. I said immortal, not invulnerable. And I was like, and he's like real confused because he didn't understand the the Difference. variation. And I was like, I'm immortal until proven otherwise. It's a joke, man. And that either age and the wearing down of my body or other things eventually will prove that wrong in some way or another. Doesn't mean <laughs> but I can't until be hurt. That day, but until then, I'm immortal unless you prove me otherwise. <laughs> and he, I was like, he's like, oh, and I was like, yeah, I'm 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 funny, but apparently it was just over <laughs> you. over his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so the fox, fox merger, merger. <laughs> i promise we're going to talk about it this um, little transhumanism ultron ai joke here for for the people that are into that so it's <clears throat> most likely gonna happen right yeah now the thing is they've already got deadpool tool 2 is almost done filming mm-hmm. uh they're filming dark phoenix right now mm-hmm uh new mutants is getting ready to come out sometime next year yeah, they've got the gifted series the gifted they've series. got legion series technically um uh, so those will probably go on as intended uh there's a dark phoenix it's gonna be like a part one and a part two sort yeah, of thing so those yeah. two are going to happen 
No matter what. You yeah, know, most they've likely. Got, they've got the next couple years until Phase 4 anyway. It'd be silly if, if Disney buys it out and just ends it all. Yeah. Um, most likely all that money's been spent to build up those exactly projects and now most likely what will happen is at the beginning of phase four even possibly at the end of phase three and avengers four yeah we'll be introduced to the fantastic four yeah i would assume that's the first one they'll go to which it should be the first ones i think they as the first family it's the first family of marvel um and I think it'll like I, we we talked about this a lot uh, last time uh, when we were talking about how they should have introduced the Fantastic Four and how it would have been cool if they introduced them in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, so. Go back and watch our listen to our podcast um, or watch it. Try to. Yeah, well, you can look at the screen really hard. <laughs> I mean, I don't recommend it, but get it real close to the retinas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> burn your prove your love by hurt burning yourself and kudos if you can remember what episode it was because i can't <laughs> it's like a, like it, it's, a it's a fantastic four edition or something like that i i i, <laughs> I named them very simply <laughs> um, but uh but uh uh do you think they'll do a full-length movie of <laughs> excuse me why i eat a mint <laughs> was that an andy's mint Oh yes, it was. <laughs> I went to Olive Garden yesterday. Um, had the chicken marsala if you need to know, <laughs> with some dolcini tiramisu. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Olive Garden. <laughs> Apparently, make mouths good, good, <laughs> happy. Open late, stay up, something. Alright, this podcast is not brought to you by Olive Garden, just so we don't get fucking cease and desist letters. You know, from from the three people who On a sesame seed bun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just mixing all the slogans. Have it your way. Exactly. Um, I I think I went with an M&M's one there first, or something like Milk milk Mouth Happy or something, with Snickers. I don't know, I I fucked it up. That wasn't even a restaurant. Satisfied. (laughs) Oh yes, always. Hey baby. Um so Fantastic Four. Uh I I honestly I would I would enjoy a which I don't think they're gonna do it, but like a Netflix series would be really cool if they introduced it in Netflix and then brought it into the Marvel universe, but I doubt they're gonna do that. Yeah. But I I would Well especially one, they're separate now. Yeah. So it's kinda the, hard for them to The the issue like with me is like anytime you're supposed to introduce four characters at once it doesn't work yeah it, well well there's exceptions there's exceptions guardians of the galaxy was a rarity yeah 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 that's immediately what everybody's gonna go to but, whenever you say that but everyone i think and guardians of the galaxy was meant to sort of be the fantastic four of the mcu yeah, yeah. because They're, they didn't have them they deal with the uh, the big uh outer space threats <laughs> but the thing is like um reed richards at least and to a certain extent, I mean, all those characters, but Reed Richards at least needs to be, uh, he's a main, main character. I think, I feel like everyone in Guardians of the Galaxy is a good side character to where they all merge well together. I mean, obviously Star-Lord's the main focus, mm-hmm. but I feel like he in and of himself, like with the bigger cra- cast of MCU, 
he's a side character. You know, he's an Ant Man. <laughs> Not quite, maybe that bad, but well, I mean, you know, like uh, the the original Avengers, they they entitled themselves to a full movie in their own right. Yeah. Whereas, um, I think all the characters in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, besides maybe Star Lord, I mean, he, he's got a little bit there. At least they gave him more for the story. Yeah. Um, same as uh, Drax and Gamora get a little bit more fleshed out as well with some back background info but the main focus really goes with um star lord versus the uh and it's just like a group of people he brings with him whereas i think the fantastic four have more history to each of those characters to where well the two like like reed richards and sue storm are married or in love and then johnny storm is sue storm's brother brother. and then bangram is his best friend from for years like the first uh fantastic four they did um through fox i felt did an okay with chris evans and i felt they did an all right job of like really trying to give you empathy towards uh or sympathy for and it also uh, felt like a comic book movie it felt yeah you know it was very bright colorful kevin kevin feige also was over was a producer on it uh, in the first X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read something just recently where he had said something like he had a, he had had another idea of, or no, it was, um, I heard him say something along the lines of like, if they do the Fox merger, it would be a kind of a homecoming for him to have those characters yeah. back. But Donner, Sarah Donner, I think, or whoever, uh, Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor, um, Richard Donner's wife, who I guess runs Fox pretty much, uh, her and Kevin Feige were kind of overseeing the X-Men and mm. he had an idea of what to, what he wanted to go with the X-Men mm. and then they had whatever they did with X-Men last stand. <laughs> um, and then he Which ultimately that last left. Scene, that last scene with uh, Wolverine and the uh, Phoenix is, is pretty great though. I did actually really enjoy that. There, there I rewatched was, those not too long ago. There's cool parts in that movie. It, it's one of those ones where like there's a good main focus points but like the overarching story just, just doesn't terrible. work well um but yeah like that last bit even okay yeah the dark phoenix saga was butchered and yeah well, it was yeah. dog shit in that movie but like um that scene alone it opening up within the wolverine where he's still seeing her and shit it, it works out well yeah um but yeah the fantastic four i mean i think they did a good job with like ben Grimm and making you like him and then um Johnny Storm and uh, maybe not. I, it's been a while, but I don't remember Alba as Sue Storm very well. Like mm. what? All, I, I've never liked her. Uh, I never which, thought she was good in that. Yeah, I never thought um, she was good in anything she does. The, the guy that picked his uh, Mister Fantastic wasn't bad though. I don't. No, and he was. A, he was. I can't. I when I can't pronounce his name. Um, I just. I don't recall really exactly too much about the character arc in the the story. It wasn't Besides, a whole like, lot. It more was so his relationship to uh, Victor Von the, Doom, but. The biggest character arc in the movie was Ben Grimm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it shows him like going back to his wife and mm-hmm. not being able to go and can talk to her really. And but it just there wasn't a whole lot of good character yeah. development in that. Yeah, and it was just like oh, there were the those characters and that's yeah. kind of it. And I didn't watch any more from that first one. You didn't uh, watch the Rise nope. of Silver Surfer? Nope, I didn't watch that, and I don't even watch the the new reboot or oh that reboot man, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Um, but I've heard enough to well, I watched the trailer and wasn't interested. Um, but the uh the they're they're characters that I think 
they either know, need to go with a more recent reboot of the story in the Marvel franchise, or they need to upgrade the characters in some way. And like Johnny Storm initially, hey, you can turn on fire, but they need to go with more of the info. Like he can destroy a you know planet because of how hot he can get. You know that kind of like level to really bring them into a, the casting where. Uh, modern viewers aren't going to be like these characters are super dated because those those character powers are like the original character powers. Like I turn invisible, I get stretchy. strength, I get stretchy, I turn on fire and can fly. Like it's like the the, the five year olds version of what's badass. Yeah, and it's they need do need to, not uh, they all need to keep the same powers, but need to kind of upgrade the the quality in which they can use them. Yeah, I guess uh, try to. Maybe do like the flash sciencey stuff. Like, on it. like I said, I would love to see like them enter a uh, like a real locked room. You hear a bunch of banging, and you see Thing and Hulk like pressing against each other, like with the fists, like testing their strength or something. Yeah, like that would be oh fuck, you know that's, that's awesome. Yeah, um, or you know Reed Richards kind of just like knock Tony Stark down a peg on some science shit, you yep. know, or uh, you know. Right. Uh, I could see well, you know, she could you know be invisible and come in and just like she could be invisible with, and Doctor with, Strange couldn't even see her. Yeah, or you know something like that, or fuck with Thor and just you know make it funny or witty, where she's yeah. like play a little bit more playful or something like that, fucking with him. I, I um, think the big thing is, I, I think in Avengers four, what they should do is bring in Galactus. Um, Galactus, yeah, but it's I, I mean, I, I'm Let assuming that be... it's already mostly done. Yeah, at this point, so. Which there, I mean, there people were there were rumors that Galactus would appear. Yeah, which and I they, I'm like, but Fox, but they they had made some deals with yeah. Fox prior to this. Yeah, I mean, it depends on if the they've got planet. Yeah, it depends on if they've got some secret dealings. We don't know. I mean, because yeah. whenever they're doing Avengers, uh, they were like so close to just or no no, uh, the Amazing Spider Man. They were very, very close to showing Avengers Tower mm-hmm. in it, and it just came within like a couple weeks of the release, yeah. and finally, whatever happened, the deal just didn't go through, yeah. and so they couldn't put it in there, but they were already working on a deal secretly, yeah. and it came out later after they had reacquired the rights yeah. to Spider-Man, um, I mean, so I think, but I do think the first, the first family is going to be the first ones we see after this murder. Yeah, because I think I think it would be really interesting to see them either um, introduced as someone who or a group of people that's already been working behind the scenes, and you know Avengers weren't aware of it, or like working for um, Sword or Shield, uh, which they haven't introduced Sword, so that could be an interesting yeah. way to bring them up. Even though I don't believe any of them are originally members of Sword, uh, but they kind of almost are their own like group of around the same you know structure as she, and it's just yeah. them four uh, because richards is so fucking you know advanced with well i think especially if anything if they don't want to introduce them as already existing yeah. as the fantastic four if they really want to go with another origin story yeah whatever I mean, I think... but they should introduce at least in one of the movies again maybe avengers 4 they can just tag a scene in there yeah uh with uh like tony stark has to go see reed richards one of the, the greatest mind yeah you know um because i mean like with spider-man they did a wonderful job and they didn't bring up how he got it really besides no. like 
uh, oh, did it happy. hurt with the spider? But yeah, you, know, kind you of got thing. bit by a radioactive spider. Like it was just like, yeah. And I like that that particularly that entire sequence because Ned in that movie yeah. played the audience. Yeah, exactly. he was the audience. Like, do it, you lay eggs? It was an interesting um, addition to bring him in there, and it's kind of like I've seen it. In a, uh, like uh, I, I remember reading a thing with Neil Gaiman talking about Coraline. Um, I don't know if you've actually watched it yeah. but, okay I, I assumed you had but the character of yb uh the the little boy that's around there who brings the doll from his grandmother <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. he wasn't he's not originally in the story in the the book um oh. and they said he said i liked that they brought uh him in there because as an audience watching the show it allows there to be another character she's interacting and talking with so it's not her just speaking into her head you know yeah like it is in the book and I think Ned was that kind of character in this, so he's not just going like, "Man, my life sucks," or this. Is going he has, on. He has someone going can... like, "What the hell are you doing, man?" Yeah, yeah, oh well, this like, one doing. And then, yeah, yeah, there's and, that. I do like that. That way, the you know, the inner monologue or whatever, you, yeah. however you want to put it, is cut down. Yeah. You know, inner monologues are hard to and convey even in, in film. The AI in his in yeah. his suit, which some people didn't like. I enjoyed it. I thought and, it was fun. You know, him talking about uh, he's thinking about uh, the girl. Uh, uh, Liz. Yeah, thinking about Liz, stuff like that, and like he's it allows him to do the inner monologue, but he's talking to someone for the audience to actually exactly. hear it, where it's not just a dub over, you know. Himself. And then, you, and then again, you have you have another character or voice in this instance mm-hmm. playing the role of the audience. Yeah, almost like, like what are you thinking they, about? What's going on? Whenever What's... they first see she, they see uh, Liz as spy, when he's Spider Man. Right. She's like, oh, she's pretty. Yeah, and it's it's stuff yeah. like I'm like, yeah, that's I think that's adorable. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. and um, um, I think it, it worked out well that way. And I mean, and uh, I think with the Fantastic Four, even though they might still be a little bit more obscure because the movies haven't done as well as some of the other stuff, I really don't feel um, an origin story is necessary. Like even with uh, uh, doing it mid you know like how the pun- yeah, punisher uh, like part of the story is them talking about what their powers are um you know like i said i would love to see them just like as a oh shit moment like how spider-man popped out of nowhere like i'd love to see like them just already. walk into a room and hey we were testing out some of hulk's powers Who, what are you testing it on this guy and it'd just be like the thing you know just like, like holy yeah, shit like there's that's a, lot, a fucking thing in yeah the, it's like there's so much more to the world going on than what the avengers realize, get to know yeah you know because they're so focused on all their it's like all the problems you know, going shield on. found tons of people but we assembled you guys as the avengers there's more than just you yeah and i think that is a more interesting because it also open to that too yeah i think it opens you up as a uh, audience go like sh- there's a ton of people out here that have powers and we haven't seen them yet you know yeah. like because it feels very focused on these characters that are in the mcu right now and i think it doing some things like that page helps, four is gonna have to change all out. that though yeah. because uh most likely we're gonna lose probably quite a few quite a few people by the end of avengers so, 4 do you think uh they're going to do the original ending of the infinity war to a certain extent where he just gives up or you think they're gonna uh, make him uh, easier to defeat and them actually overcome him. Because in the original one, he basically realizes that him killing all these people doesn't uh, procure Death's uh, love for him, and he just like, well, fuck it, and like, give I would because actually, they couldn't defeat him. I, I hope they do something a little more 
clever than that. And I'm not saying that ending yeah, wasn't clever at yeah. the time, but it's like, I don't want to see something that I've already read in the comic book. No, I got you there. But I do think something like that. Keep him alive. But Don't let them beat him and then let him escape somehow. Yeah. Whatever they do, even if it's like they keep, keep it the gauntlet. A little bit more open-ended. Yeah, because then at some point, Thanos can't come back. Or, yeah. again, if they do and they get Galactus, maybe Galactus is destroying planets and then Thanos sees him as a threat and he knows Thanos he needs takes help. Him out. Yeah. No, it was that Thanos needs help, so he has to go and work with the Avengers to help stop oh, Galactus. Yeah, yeah, you know, make Galactus like, like the, the ultimate original threat. like Galactus can't even defeat, you know, Thanos. Like nothing beats Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, so yeah, I'm saying, yeah, like, I'm saying you, they take with yeah, the yeah, Infinity yeah, Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't him. have it anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I was saying, like I, I was talking to a guy, I was like, I don't know whether or not they're going to go with that kind of ending where he's just like, This isn't what I want. Yeah, because which I think would be a there, way more interesting. There is ending. no challenge here for me if I have all these. Yeah, and or if they're gonna go with the like some ace in the hole thing happened where they are able to just physically best him. Every single movie, that's what happens, and I don't want that to happen yeah, again. I would like for them to go some way different, a little more um, obscure or um, vague, almost, yeah. where it's just like he or he is just like. Not a challenge. I don't want this, and yeah. then just bails. Yeah, he's like, I, I've, I've reached the pinnacle of what can be achieved. And I and hope Hell is still here. alive. Yeah, I hope Hell is still alive, and I hope she plays the role of death. Yeah, I, she might. She might not. Because uh, I mean, in the aspect of even, and this is what's kind of confusing with these, uh, the them as roles of gods, and them not really being the deity in which we perceive deities. It's just like they're they're aliens that yeah. get titles based on their you know strengths and powers. Um, whether or not they're going to make a a larger personification of like a more metaphysical being of death, or whether they're going to make just hey, well, that the, alien that lives over there. Is... The problem that they have with that is that Lady Death or Death, however you want to put her in the comic books, yeah. that he lusts over, yeah. loves, or whatever. Um, she's owned by Fox. Yeah. Um, so they couldn't use her. They could do another personification of death. Yeah. I, I don't want to, especially since you already have Hela there the and character. she could theoretically play that role. But, um, and I get, yeah, I know. Yeah. They're, they're not so much gods in these movies as, yeah. as they are aliens, Yeah, but they but could still too, play like, the role. You know, in the, in the role too, she's kind of disgusted at Thanos for killing all these beings. And he gets up put. Yeah, and she no... didn't really fit that where she'd be like, yeah, fucking kill more. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It could be. They, they just, might not take it. I was like, they could nix that entire thing and just not have um, it in there. But yeah, I don't think they're going to, because from what I hear, they're not going to bring Adam Warlock, even though he, he gets He'll debut some, in Guardians yeah, 3. Yeah, they said it'd be in Guardians 3, so he's not going to be involved in Defender. Which, I mean, they could just straight fucking lie. Yeah. And could. he could just show up at the very end. Uh, Captain yeah. Marvel will probably see in this movie and, yeah. uh, Infinity War, I think. I think so. I think she'll debut in it. Uh, here's a here's a question: Who dies? And then we we'll talk about this. I think more. definitely Tony Stark's gonna go. You think Tony I Stark eats it? I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is. He's carried. He did. For, he was the first movie. He's what. He's what this entire I've, I've legacy. Heard, I've heard a specific on. a specific theory, which I think fits the storyline uh, pretty well. Is that you see uh, Thanos slam down Spider Man on the ground, and I think he's going to basically put Sacrifice. his Iron Man suit on 
Spider-Man to get him out of the way and he's going to die to sacrifice for Spider-Man because he takes on a father role to him. Ooh, I do like that. And so I think he's... Because you see him at the same rubble area that uh, Spider-Man gets damaged and uh, or gets smacked down and then you see him down there and he looks like he's kind of bowing his head like he's given up. Um, and uh, I've heard kind of the theory that he's going to sacrifice himself to save Spider-Man who's going to carry on part of the Fantastic Four or not phase four and he's going to end off and because he's kind of uh, one mentoring him. He's kind of taking on a father role. You see him in like Iron Man three, like helping out that younger kid and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where he's like um, changing his viewpoint from a lot of that stuff. And I would also like I, to, and I've gone and I've said this before where I think it'd be cool if and he wouldn't necessarily don the outfit, but yeah. if Spider-Man sort of becomes the Iron Man yeah. from that point on, yeah, it'd be, it'd be an interesting take on it because and again, he not necessarily is, that he wears the full suit. Yeah, but he is the Iron Man character, or at least uses the... Because, I mean, he is a high-level tech genius and things like that, so he could theoretically be that in that position of some sort. But um, I, I think, and two, you know, he's trying to make up for Ultron. He's trying to make up for Civil War, where he screwed over everybody over. So I think he's definitely going to go as uh try to... Um, sacrifice himself for everybody else so i think iron man's gone um and here's now here's what i think here's a theory i heard online i'm kind of and i like i love that theory that he sacrificed yeah. himself for spider-man but in the scene that you're talking about i think it looks more like he's sad and that he's lost, lost something one already uh my theory is and i've not my theory but i've read this and i, I and i've kind of uh, i've latched onto it that i think spider-man is the first responder mm-hmm you see him right there and he sees the thing and he sees it and i think he's the first responder to thanos uh, entering this world gets his ass handed to him um because you don't see him running i think into the battle later on do you with iron man and all them no i don't think so um so he could well he's not gonna die first of all i I know he's not gonna die i was just saying he might get like taken like, out like iron man might lock him up in some way to keep him out of it and this also goes into there's f- the footage that they showed at comic-con mm-hmm. um so basically uh there's that um stuff that happens and then you see a beaten peter parker mm-hmm. looking up kind of sad at tony stark telling him he's sorry mm-hmm. uh so what i think happens is he's getting his ass kicked by thanos uh and I think Pepper Potts sees that he's in danger, can get in touch w- with Tony Stark because he's at the Sanctum Sanctorum. Mm-hmm. She puts on the Iron Man suit to try to go save him. Save Spider-Man. And she dies. Yeah, that could, that could be... And that's a- what it is. That's what makes Tony Stark sad. And then that's ultimately, I think, what will lead to Tony Stark's yeah. death. Yeah. Because he'll that go half-cocked into battle. Yeah, and That definitely work. And you see him like not in the suit, too, when he's mm-hmm. up. And that's why a lot of people think he was going to throw his suit onto Spider-Man to, to get him transport out of, him out of the area. And then he's just going to go like it's, as just Tony Stark and say, Hey, fuck you buddy. And then get killed. It's also weird to say what you see in the trailer of, uh, Iron Man doesn't look like Tony Stark. Yeah. He, he looks a little bloated. looks a little funny. Yeah. It, like he looks, it, it could be just that the animation's not finished or something like that, but it just seems well, doesn't fit his mannerisms almost. Also too, um, you know, like they did with Thor Ragnarok, there were scenes that were shown 
in uh, the trailers and whatnot that were edited differently in the actual final film. Like his eye was missing, but yeah. it wasn't in the Avengers. Uh, uh, Which was clever. I, I was like, like, and like when she he throws the hammer to her, it's in a different area. And then that later, was it's in a field, yeah, that was uh, that was a completely di- that they had initially shot that entire scene yeah. was supposed to take place in that alley. Yeah. So I mean, it could be very well one of these kind of like let's edit it this way for the trailer and this is how the movie's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think Iron Man's gone. I, he's done from the very beginning movie. I think it would be a good, um, I think he well justified in saying that he's going to be gone and that he's going to sacrifice himself for the rest of, cause I, I mean, think, even in the first Avengers movie, he tries to sacrifice himself to save people. Now here's the, yeah, Age actually, of Ultron, he kind of fucked up and caused Ultron in civil war. He fucked up and kind of, I just, had a, side. I just had a thought. He's not going to die in Infinity War. Why is that? Because he's in the in Avengers 4. Well. They're already shooting stuff and it's shown like battle-worn Tony Stark is and, it, and behind the scenes Robert stuff. Robert Downey Jr. Is. So he could still make it to Avengers 4. He could 4. still make it to He might die in Avengers 4. I think he, he might dies die, or, by the end or of... Or it could be... Um, Flashback or flashbacks something. Flashbacks is also a it could be, but I I do think I I, I, could, I think by the end of Phase Three, Tony Stark's gone, and I think Captain America's gone. I think yeah, Steve Rogers. I think gone. Steve Rogers is going to be gone too. I think um, he dies in Infinity War for sure. It could be that too, and that might set Tony Stark off to die in Four because they had that falling out. Mm-hmm. Even and though, he feels guilty for that, yeah, and even though they have that falling out, Steve still respects. Tony and Tony still respects Steve, yep. even though they have that issue. Yes, uh, he definitely still has you know, the respect, respect for, him. for him and who he is and why he is the way he is. Yep. Um, so I could see that definitely setting him off too. And they've got enough replacements for Steve Rogers that I can see them getting rid of. Now, who replaces him? I would say probably the easiest would be Bucky. I think that's where they're um, going. But uh, Falcon's obviously a a possibility they could remove the captain america character and i don't think very many people would be completely uh offset without that character if it's not i do think rogers at this point though he's become a symbol in the avengers he's become a symbol in those movies he's 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 an important character for the franchise but i i can also see people latching on to someone like um reed richards or a spider-man character or if they bring um uh, another, maybe not patriotic in the same exact sense, but another character that's kind of that uh, goody goody super pan super super pan Superman esque kind of figure, right? Um, in Phase Four, I think they have the potential to bring those characters. Like even it could be Sp- Captain Marvel. I was like, even yeah, that could work. And even Spider Man to a certain extent, he's more nuanced in that he's a teenager and. He's has a little bit more like I don't know where to go with right. his answers, but that allows the answers to be kind of given and talked about. I do think, um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I think it's one. It's gonna be hard to just somebody else just becomes Captain America yeah, and take on that mantle and have those clothes. I don't think. I think we get a they, version of the shield again. Yeah, some and, different version of it. Maybe they don't call him Captain America, but I do think Bucky takes on the role. Yeah, it takes on that. Um, he's the one. He's had skill. the best arc. Oh yeah, he's had a good, good like, and I think that's I think, that's where it's leading. I think obviously, I I think the Captain America films are by far the the best of the series, the best really. trilogy of um, the. The first one obviously is is rough because it's a period piece, but even rewatching it, I it's... enjoyed it better in rewatch than a lot of the other ones, and still Winter Soldier is like one of my like 
top two. Me too. Me too. Uh, and uh, nobody else is with me on that. Like nobody is. I'm and, like it is. It's absolutely. And one Civil of my... War is is up there. I mean, the cast of character is so big that it, it kind of it makes, becomes not a Captain America. Like movie. every time I think of Civil War, I I think of that iconic scene with them all running together and not all the nuance of the rest of the story. And another thing is like I, I remember watching but, Civil War and I kept all I kept thinking was like. Yeah, they're really focusing a lot on Captain America in this, and I really like it. Is it's Captain America three? It's Captain what this America, movie is. Civil War. I get like I understood what yeah. it. You know, I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is. But it, you forget that yeah. through most of the movie that it's a uh, Captain America but movie. His whole search for Bucky, him finding out about uh, Bucky killing Iron Man's parents, and all it's a really solid, like one of the more solid. And films. Robert Downey Jr. gives yeah, one of his yeah, best performances. Yeah. I think I'm really happy with the Russo brothers doing yes. because. I have loved both those two movies. Mm-hmm. Those are by far probably my favorite of the. And it makes TV me so series. excited for Avengers three and uh, four. Yeah, and because... it, and even more, uh, I've heard a lot of uh, talk that uh, James Gunn is going to be sort of like the Godfather from the for, Russo brothers from uh, for, for phase, phase four, four because they're going cosmic on it. Yeah, and they want us, him to sort of Which sit in on be being. Good. He's I'm definitely like, he should. Yeah, he set up that cosmic universe and, and he also uh, like from the actors talking about him and watching like special features because I'm a fucking nerd and watch all the special features on every film I watch. Like every one I buy, I watch the special features. So, uh, the, but yeah, every, all the actors talk about him, the way he talks about the film, way he talks about the characters, what he wants to do and why he wants to do it in the film. I, I totally like have nothing it, respect I, for that man. Yeah. I have no regret or like no, no regret, no issues, no issues with what he has to say with those things. Um, plus he seems he, to truly love, Plus, what he's doing. Random side note: I, He put Jimmy Uringer in a in a film, so I'm I'm cool with him. Yeah, he did. Mindless self indulgence. I remember watching shit. watching uh, Guardians two, and I was like, "Is it he? he is play, that fucking Jimmy Uringer?" He plays a guy named Half Nut. <laughs> it, I'm happy about that. Um, I love I love him. They're great. Uh, but that was, I mean, yeah, he um, James Gunn being the Godfather, quote unquote, of yeah. the Phase Four, the showrunner in a way, yeah. But I think um, Infinity War, one, it looks epic, and I'm still having issues with... um, I just noticed your Billy Idol (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. How many times have you been in here, I have never noticed it. I've got the Rebel Yell uh, record uh, framed. I was looking at old Billy Idol shirtless, looking at me all sultry, and I got got distracted for a minute. I was like, when did I get there? He's stalking me from the show. He's literally been here for like five years. I just now noticed. Apparently, I never looked behind me. (laughs) I feel secure in your house. There's no ninjas. (laughs) I got my eye on Batman and the Joker over there across the room. They're the ninjas. <laughs> They're the ones up to something. Billy Idol's got nothing but love for me. I felt clearly. I clearly. He wants me in bed with him. <laughs> I love the conversation. In the midnight hour, I, he'll get a rebel yell out of me. <laughs> um, I love the conversation Bam Margera has with him in the Lamborghini, where he's like, "Man, how you you're like in your fifty? How do you stay so fit, man?" He's like, well, I pretty much drink like Jaeger and eat Hagen Dazs every day. And there was like, what? He's like, yeah, that's pretty much all I eat. And he's like, oh, fuck you. It's like, I don't know. That he always is sticks in out. killer shape. Yeah. For it, what he's in his sixties now. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Might be. Possibly. He was an eighties uh, pop idol or rock out. So he he uh, definitely, I'm sure, partook. Maybe a little sugar. bit. A little, a little no sugar. 
Booger sugar. A little booger sugar. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm having Billy <laughs> Idol side side quest. Uh, yeah, woo. Uh, I am having issues with uh, in Infinity War. It seems to be, and it sounds like a really dopey thing to say because it's obvious. It's very CG heavy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm like, no, I got that. You know what I mean? I'm sure. like, I'm like, I, I've, I've told you this past. Like, like, the same shit that they bitched about about Justice League. Oh, the sky is red, and the villain is nothing but CG. Marvel does it, and people are jerking off to it. Yeah. I, and to be fair, though, it looks way better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, I, I've kind of... Uh, which, you kind of give me some squinty eyes at this, but I've been kind of burnt out on, on these movies as is. And I, I it's... Um, I think, no, I'm honestly I mean, with you. I, I I enjoy them. They're fun. They're action packed. They the the stories are done. They're good popcorn movies. They're, they're at done, this point. They're, they're done well, and they do put some good nuance and, and story and character building in each of these films. And but I, at the end of the like day, them. they really are just. It's routine at this point. Yeah, and I I don't I know they're PG thirteen. I know they're not going to do anything that's going to make me go, "Holy shit, I can't believe they did that in that film." What's like, I think what I don't think feel like I'm ever going to get those At this antics. point in the Marvel movies, what's what's more interesting to me, other than I, I don't know, I'm in the back for all these movies. Yeah. I'll go see every single one because I do I love comic books, I love these characters, yeah. I love everything about it. But what's more fascinating to me now is how they haven't fucked up really once. Yeah. Even, and that's somebody who hates Iron Man 3. And I say hates yeah. Iron Man 3. You know what one really bugs me? Iron Man, or the first Thor. First Thor movie. Yeah, that one really bothers it, me. It bugs me a lot. But, again, even though I don't enjoy, I don't and enjoy Iron Man 3. It just bugs me because of... I did actually yeah. just recently watch Incredible, I think we talked about this, I, I recently watched Incredible Hulk... Not as good as I remember to be. No, no, it's not. Um, it but, was pre-MCU getting big, and yeah, it was... But, all those first phase movies are a little rough in retrospect, but besides Iron Man. going back and even watching those, and the ones that I don't really like that much, Marvel hasn't had really a real misstep. The closest they had to a misstep has been recently with the Inhumans. Yeah. Um, and that's fascinating to me, because sheer odds, they should have had at least three flops by now yeah yeah you know what i mean like they, they should have done a, they should have tumbled they've done a pretty awesome job and i think and telling a long arcing story um, over the course of like 10 years yeah i they've done i mean i i gotta give yeah like i said i'm kind of burnt out but i've got to give them kudos i mean to do that with the teams they have with the characters the histories of these characters bringing new things to these characters and having you know the huge teams and huge amount of money for each of these things and not have a major box office flop i mean is it's incredible for them to do that and you know the amount of work and and it's 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 badass that they were able to do that but um the uh like i said the issue i don't feel that anything they do in these films is going to surprise me is going to make me go holy shit i didn't see that coming like i don't feel like I'm going to have those moments in these films. Um, yeah, because they, and, again, they, like and, you said, they are routine. And that that bugs me where, and uh, it is a bit of a CG uh, exhaustion at this point. Like, I, I, I think one of the reasons why, like, Winter Soldier is good is, you know, it's got, or like even, like some of those things. It's very light on the CG. I mean, it's got it in there, obviously, but like, 
it's a more grounded story. The reason why I think I like the Netflix series is because it's grounded. It's all grounded. Those people are, you know, seem very human. They're dealing. They've got to stop to eat. They with real stop to issues. And... They've got to, you know, they're dealing with like gangsters and mobsters in the city, you know, and it's um, when and then you, a bunch of ninjas on a rooftop. Yeah, and a bunch of ninjas occasionally. Daredevil two, the uh, season two, the the ninjas was a little. That was much. It was a little bit much for me. I gotta admit. Uh, Although I will say honestly, but it tying back into Defenders kind of worked out a little bit for me. Yeah, um, but I will say though, even that, even being as like, I'm, as I'm watching Daredevil season two at the end, I'm like, eh, sure, there's a lot of ninjas. Yeah, but like even at that part, the moment when all of a sudden you just boom and just fucking ninjas start dropping left and right, and then it shoots back over to to Punisher. He's like, get him, Red. I was like. Oh fuck! They're friends. It's just it, like I got buddy cop movie. I just got so giddy because I'm like that's. I read that. Yeah. And you know they were friends. They helped each other. They were you know yeah. they were teammates. And I thought that was so cool to see yeah. that. It immediately just makes me forget. Oh, like ah, fuck it. It's a lot now, of ninjas. That's yeah, why I do the Netflix series. I think I've done it because they also can go a little darker when they want to. Yes. Uh, which they still I think and they, I think they pulled away a little bit. I mean not maybe so in the Punisher. Which I I liked the Punisher all throughout. I didn't really have any complaints about the Punisher. I enjoyed that, um, but the Defenders and stuff it was getting a little too. Let's go get them, guys. Yeah. Um, which was a little, uh, which not that that levity and like uh you know kind of corniness that can come with some superhero characters is all bad. They, they didn't need to. Yeah. They honestly didn't need the Defenders. They yeah. didn't. I was happy. The un- I, those universes connect it. It makes me really excited to see what happens in uh, Daredevil season three, though. Yes, I really want to. I want to know what because I think that's there. what they're gonna. I think they're gonna go with um, uh, Joe Casada's story that he did. I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember what's called now, but he did an arc. Mm-hmm. Same thing where you know Daredevil was dead, mm-hmm. but then he's brought back to life by at a, he's in a church or whatever mm-hmm. it is, at some sort of convent. And that's where we, you know, yeah. see him and he starts to build himself back up. And I think that's where they're going to go with it. Um, I'm, I cannot wait for that season. I think season three is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, Jessica Jones, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Again, I'm always, I'm excited for the solo stuff. Yeah. Defenders I was excited for and I watched like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It, but it, it, was, it, wasn't it didn't blow me away. As, yeah, it wasn't as enjoyable as there. And, and it was cool to see all the characters really together, but yeah. Beyond that, was really good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, with the MCU, I just I don't. Um, I know I'm gonna get you know it's it's getting a little Michael Bay, you know, explosions and pretty images, but not uh, the substance seems to be lacking in a little bit. You and me, and especially both, in the Avengers films. Yeah, you and me are, are quite similar in that we both uh, we obviously love these movies, but like we're we're more into the grounded. Yeah. part of it we I want will, the story we yeah, want the want substance a, a, we don't want we're, yeah you need some little style in there too yeah. but the sti- the story and the substance takes precedence yeah. over and even though and and I get why they do this but it's also because each of these films are interconnected they can't deviate too far in the world building for each story to where the suits look designed by the same designer the uh, you know, uh, coloration is looks like it's similar for the each grading, film. the color grading's yeah. all the same. Um, and it's, you know, 
yeah. things like that are the the pacing is kind of similar in a lot of the, the general films. tone um i think ant-man was one of the major deviations from that yeah i enjoyed I, that movie i enjoyed it a lot i think dr strange the color scheme they changed it up a little bit for um just a smidge uh i mean it still was kind of but i think the uh, the visual effects you know jumped way higher in that film with some stuff they did in it uh i enjoyed watching that in 3d on imax it was i would have liked to see that in 3d um, and I think, but I think Ant Man probably deviates the most. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming a little bit. This deviates from Just the pacing. It, it felt more like a teen uh, movie. Yeah, it deviates from the pacing quite a bit. But um, because let's face it, it still, was a teen movie. Still, all they know that all these characters have to connect later on, so they can't make them so different. Where when they're connected, they, like, they, the fuck? they take each character out of the the design for they each individual fit. film. And I, I get why they're doing that, but it also, you know, um, one of the things, like, this way I can kind of merge these two is, like, the recent South Park series. One of the things I enjoyed about South Park, they've kind of taken away because they're doing a linear story for all ten episodes. And so you can see where the story arc is going to go. And that wasn't, I, I appreciate that they're trying to do something different, but one of the things I enjoyed about that series is that you one episode, what it was. one episode could be a really, you know, passionate cruise in the closet. Well, I was like, it could be a passionate tale about like one of the kids going through like a kid issue, like their parents getting divorced. And the next episode might have, you know, a vagina monster that belches out like guacamole in people's faces. You know, like, I don't know some random nonsense. I, I know you didn't know what each episode was going to be. And that was part of the excitement for me because as you probably do, you can see how a story is going to it's end playing out. for most of the time. Because we've watched enough of these, we've read enough books, we know how the basis of usually a story arc goes. Yep. And after watching them so many times, you become really bored with something that isn't doesn't deviate from that storytelling. Like, you know, I can appreciate them doing the storytelling in a good way. But but there's times where I want to be surprise out of that loop you know something like a mist type ending where you're like what no 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 what the fuck just like you know there's not very many films especially like you know stuff like this where it does that to you uh too often um and i would love to be able to be super surprised with something they do in the film that's another thing Um, that's always bothering about these avengers movies is that they don't stick like nothing is permanent in mm -hmm. these movies uh, if they really wanted to blow me away, Rhodey would have been paralyzed. Yeah, in the movie. and they, there's somebody I mean, who, uh, somebody argued with me. They're like, "Well, he was paralyzed." I'm like, "No, he wasn't. He was up fucking walking. He yes. was learning how to walk again." Like, "Well, yeah, with the help of the little." I'm like, "That that defeats same, the purpose." Same He's, like Arrow and yeah, exactly. It's it's like they kept around for a season. Make it make it permanent. Make yeah. him either paralyzed or fucking kill him. Yeah. I mean, and even I know you see him why, in the trailer for Infinity War, yeah, he's, 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 he's flying around again. And that's one of the reasons why, like James Wan was talking about, or uh, James Gunn was talking about. He's like, I killed Yondu, uh, um, Yondu, because he's like, I wanted there to be a permanent major character, guy, someone that we want back to be gone. He's like, I want to do that because it doesn't happen enough in these movies. And hey, you're right, and it left an impactful, really awesome scene. Um, yeah, that was goddamn. That's I watched that movie again the other day, and still like, and 
fucking cried like a mm. baby. It, 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 I, hit, it hit hard. I still, uh, you, Misty's told you about her tattoo design, hasn't she? Nah. Well, because you know she's got the Mary Poppins yeah, on yeah. The one thigh. She wants to get Yondu on the other. <laughs> in the same like portrait oh, set oh my god with like the arrow zipping around him and stuff like set up that would be beautiful uh, and so she'd have Mary Poppins on one thigh and Yondu Mary Poppins y'all <laughs> I was like that would be pretty good she's like I'm really thinking about it that's pretty yeah, stellar I, I like that so but that was cool. I mean that yeah something like that that was great because that's a character that he one, yeah. had a full redemption yeah and you want him back you want him to still be in there you want him to be part of the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy but he can't be. He's dead yeah. now. You can't bring him back. Yeah. And, and if they if they if he were to buckle and bring him back in Guardians three, one I'd lose respect for him. Yeah. Two I wouldn't even like the movie anymore. I know he he doesn't intend to. But no. What you know the company forces him to. We'll see. Which I don't think they're usually pretty good about. And I think they've done a great, good job of like getting directors and stuff for these films that you know have their own voice, but will also adhere to can, can work in the grander scheme of everything. yeah. Um, and he's he was real lucky with Guardians because it hasn't really yeah adhered to any real story. It's not beholden to anything yet because the only thing it was it had the Power Stone and that was the only thing. Yeah. Um. Other than that, they're it's they're their own Very stories. Separated. It doesn't have to have a new york that looks like the new york in your city exactly things like that um now one thing too that also bugs me a little bit which um i enjoy it i i the the success of the marvel films is based a lot in the humor that is there in those films Mm -hmm. it's got a lot of really good humor which you know i've i've talked to people like well what what are the two most entertaining? That's why villains are usually most entertaining is because it's someone who's doing you know, a, a fulfillment, a wish fulfillment, and that they're doing stuff that you feel like doing but won't do. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so the most enjoyable people to watch are people that are either funny when you see them or being bad. Yep. I was like, those are the people. That's why villains are usually the most interesting character to watch on screen. Because you, you want to see Hannibal Lecter. You're waiting for Jason to pop up. Yeah. Because yeah. no, no, they're doing but stuff. they're doing stuff that not that you can't do. You can't do. Or shouldn't. Shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat people, kids. Um, Try not to. they also, uh, you know, people like Joker. You know, that's why he's such the greatest villain is because he's humorous. But he's also evil, a, as, shit. evil as shit. And so that's why, you know, people like like Freddy Krueger, people liked he was comical and murdering people. It's an enjoyable visual, you know, thing to watch entertainment wise. They're entertaining to see, um, but uh, you know, a lot of people remember Scar's sassiness as opposed to Mufasa's wisdom. Yeah, um, it's true. And so I think that allows Marvel to get away with a lot of stuff. Whereas like like Thor Ragnarok, I fucking loved, but it was a little comical for the seriousness of some of the situations yeah it was a pretty there's there's some very dire situations yeah. but it was very it's like you comical know, heavy, it's like the uh, levity heavy. the part that kind of bugged me a little bit was the uh um the fireworks going off in the ship when she's walking uh yeah everyone and she's like doing the slow like sassy walk and i'm like you're fighting so the world doesn't get killed like yeah you really pick up your pace yeah you, you, know? you got some shit to do um so like some things like that kind of bug me and one of the reasons why I enjoyed, moments for the sake of moments. Yeah, I enjoyed DC comics better in reading 
is it lends itself to a lot more seriousness with it's got humor in there, but a lot of times it's dry, you know, Batman esque humor of like, yeah, leave me alone, Alfred kind of thing. But, uh, it, I enjoy that in reading because it is more serious, but I think, um, with DC making their movies and Marvel making their movies at the same time, you're going to be comparing the two always, always, no and, matter what happens, no matter what DC wants or Marvel wants. And I think there's always going to be that comparison. I think, unfortunately for DC. Yeah. And in, in that, not necessarily that DC's worse, but Marvel, uh, creates those, those, the films that are entertaining to a large group of people, uh, they're very widespread. Whereas DC stories, I think in general, the actual stories are usually a little more cerebral, a little bit more, um, not, not necessarily them doing a good job in the film of depicting overly complicated and sometimes over, overly complicated. And, um, but they, they, you know, characters lend themselves to a little bit more seriousness. I mean, not sometimes in design or the way it's implemented out, but like characters, even like Superman and Wonder Woman, who are, you know, epitome of this kind of corny, like do-goodery type thing, especially Spider-Man, Superman. um, I will say this though, after watching Justice League and I was one of these people, Mm -hmm. but to anybody who was bitching about the seriousness of all those movies and wanted to inject a bunch of levity in the Mm -hmm. movie, fucking stop. Yeah. Don't do it anymore because it's too much. Yeah. Too much. They There's a, literally a scene where Batman gets thrown to the ground and he's laying there like, yep, something's definitely bleeding. I'm like, oh, fuck off. That is yeah. not Batman. Yeah. And that's. That you're, was, you're introducing levity for the sake of. Yeah. They're because try, fans wanted they're it. They're trying to match Marvel. Marvel. In, and make and, him and that's Tony like Stark. And he's him not. making jokes with like Aquaman and shit. I don't know if you guys know this, but Batman doesn't have that much of a sense of humor. It, first of all, it was already a stretch. And I know, we're again, we're getting off topic, but it was already enough of a stretch. And again, I'll, I talked about it in the last episode, but fuck it. Um, there's already enough of a stretch that Bruce Wayne was getting this team together. Oh, yeah. Not even Batman. It's even more of a stretch I told you that my he issues just with that, yeah. openly is just like, talking about being batman in front of people yeah they literally like then talk... you make him make jokes <laughs> yeah they literally use these two people as a concept for the way people handle their their issues using tony stark and batman as an example for this tony stark is an extrovert shows everyone who he is both sides of the coin all of it look at me Batman splits the two to try to function and holds everything yep. else in all of his functions and it can be one at a time. And I will say that and it's like talking about how people like keep their inner personality out of it. You know, they are very much the opposite of coins on that situation. What would have, what honestly would have made this movie way better, Justice League way better is if it had been Batman hunting down the, the Justice League, not right. hunting him down, but like, just, recruiting them. Yeah, gathering If it them. had been Batman stalking Barry Allen mm-hmm. and then trying to get him to join the team. Yeah. If it had been Batman stalking Aquaman. Mm-hmm. There's, it a, wasn't. there's a great scene in the uh, Wonder or the Batwoman comics where uh he's he's outside uh, a restaurant in a, a wig and in a homeless people clothes as she walks past him 
and she's he's recording her movements because he's trying to see if she is Batwoman. And so he like is just a homeless guy sitting on the street, or like you know doing these very very uh, Sherlock Holmesian, so you know just disguise and stuff like that. Like that shit is cool to watch. Like yeah. and then he like beat some muggers up, you know, in his homeless disguise and so because um, they were coming after her in the hall <laughs> in the alleyway, and he watched her fight him off first. But yeah, I mean that would be enjoyable to see. Use your detective skills. Let's watch that, this. That's my biggest. And also now it's looking yeah. like almost positive that ben affleck will not return yeah and let he'll be in the flashpoint movie and that's yeah, it yeah that's what i heard too um which i think affleck would have been a good batman had it been written for batman <laughs> as yeah. batman um, yeah and it, that's why i was so excited for the matt reeves batman because yeah. i'm like that's gonna be a batman movie with ben affleck who well, to me at I, the time was the epitome of batman yeah i didn't read the thing but i heard the uh script by affleck for I think Justice League or something along those lines. Yeah, he in, was, in uh, 2011 he had written him and somebody else. Had I heard a lot of people League. say it was like badass and it was. Uh, it was badass, but it was. Uh, I didn't. Read I didn't it, read so. it, but I read like the Cliff Notes version of it. Yeah. A lot of fan service, yeah. which bothers me more. Heard something about KG Beast. Yeah, like, KG hmm. Beast was a part. I'm like, all right, but it's like, <laughs> you, then you, at a certain point you have. Um, uh, Green Lantern, John Stewart, and uh, a Thangarian, uh, Hawkman, yeah. just flying around space. Yeah, I'm like you might not be able to throw all the money. All right, guys. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, it, yeah, it's badass. Would it be awesome to see live action? Yeah, it would be awesome to see it. Would it be a cohesive story that made sense? <laughs> nope, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but that's what I was saying. Like, and we, I've talked to you about what I I think would be a cool Batman movie. Um. But yeah, that was one of my major problems with just the trailer for the Justice League was him going around going like, you know, throwing batarangs as Bruce Wayne. I'm like, you, yeah. no, that literally even the Justice League years into being the Justice League, they don't know who Batman is. Yeah. <laughs> and he specifically does not tell them. And that's why I it's was like, even thinking like, because they're talking about doing this, um, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal being the, yeah. the Batman. Even they said John Hamm is wanting to be Batman, which I'm like, all right, I can get behind that too. Yeah, he'd be an interesting choice. I think so too. He looks like he looks like Bruce Wayne, yeah. and he has the fucking jawline. Yeah. He's yeah. a yeah. big yeah. dude too. He, he looks the part of how Bruce Wayne is portrayed in the cart animated in the comics and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's how how it's how he looks really. Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, is an interesting choice because one we know he can act. He is a fantastic yeah. actor. Dude is built like a brick shit house. I think he'd be an interesting Nightwing. <laughs> that was my idea, though, and that's yeah. what I was telling my friend Buddy about this, and he's like, "No, I don't want to see this." But I said, um, "It's simple. Kill the Batman. Yeah. Uh, kill Bruce Wayne in the Batman movie. Bring Ben Affleck in, pay him whatever you want to be paid, put him in that movie. Bruce Wayne's killed by the end of the movie, and then the Nightwing movie is spent trying to solve who killed Bruce Wayne. Yeah. By the end of that movie." Nightwing, Jake Gyllenhaal, picks up the mantle of Batman. And then you continue on the DC Extended Universe with Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman, Batman. but they don't realize it. Yes, I mean, you can say he looks a little different. Um, But, like, make it so he just... Make a full mask. Don't show his mouth. Pull a Deadpool, you know. But but just keep it, like, a secret. He acts like nothing's changed. He he acts like Batman. Never takes off his mask. Never takes off his mask, yeah. period. He knows who they all are. They think they know who he is, but they don't. Mm. I'm like, that's how you fix that situation. Yeah. How you make a true Batman in the Justice League. Um, I'd love to see a Batman Beyond movie. That'd I would be too. Interesting too. 
Uh, that's what he. That's what my friend Buddy said. He's like, I'm not interested in a, a Batman that isn't Bruce Wayne or Terry McGinnis. Yeah. And I was like, I'm okay with a Dick Grayson I, I, Batman. Yeah, I would be okay with Dick Grayson. Plus, they also need to pull the trigger and do something fucking different. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see Dick Grayson as uh, uh, Batman, but I also I would love to see. Uh, I would I, first. I would like Batman to be prop Bruce Wayne to be properly set up first. If that's properly set up, then you can enjoy the other films. Oh, I'm going to throw a hissy fit if I see another origin story of Batman. Oh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't necessarily... I'll lose my shit. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I've, I've told you about how I kind of think a good... Yeah, with more of the uh, detective stalker setup would, I think, would yeah. be a, a good... You know, like... The Arkham games. Make it... Uh, that's generally a good template yeah, yeah, for Yeah, Arkham a, games a are fucking just through and through pretty perfect. Um, Arkham Knight's a little rough, but I, I liked it. The tank 100%, missions, buddy. Uh. The tank missions are a little rough. Yeah, the tank missions are a little rough. I got you there. But I was meaning... The rest of the game is I was awesome. meaning Bruce Wayne's his story arc. Yeah. And, but I would love to see that, and then the Red Hood mm-hmm. brought up. Yes. And then you have uh, a Nightwing uh, story where you could have him not show up with Batman, but you can show... Nightwing and him talk about having been with Batman when he was you know younger, so you know Robin existed. Yes, but you don't have to show them together because that was the issue with Batman Forever. Yep, and all those that was one of the issues. Well, well you know, what I mean, a lot of people they they shied away from showing There's the boy one day. Lots of problems. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong there. Um, so but, Schumacher so, knows nothing. Yeah. yeah. So. I think you get the Red Hood movie. You do, or you do a proper Batman. You do Red Hood. You do Nightwing, uh, referencing that he was Robin. You bring in Damien, uh, Wayne, and then you have the battle for the cow. Oh, that'd be good. And then, I, there but, you go. You got a Batman extended family universe. <laughs> yeah. For at least five movies. And but I, and I'll also say this: after Justice League, I want there to be a Man of Steel too. This is the first time we had a proper Superman. There's I, even I really the, I do enjoy Henry uh, Cavill. I think he's as fantastic, but Superman. he's every, the movies. He's been the worst part of the past the the part of the trilogy. Mm. He's been the, not the worst part, but not the best part of the no. movies. In this, he's the absolute best part of this movie, and he's in there very little. Um, but it has to do with the fact that like he put one. His suit is blue, red, and yellow. It's not. You know, dark, dark yeah. blue and sort of yellow. It's um, and then he pops it's the up. Vibrant, vibrant primaries. Yes, and he pop, but he pops up behind Steppenwolf, and yeah, I can't remember what the context is what brings him brings it up, and he's like, I believe in truth. And Steppenwolf turned around, and you see Superman for the first time in his suit mm-hmm. in the movie, and he's like, I also believe in justice. And then fucking punches him in the face, like, <laughs> God damn it, that Superman, and I was and just. He was, it was like he was, and there was a scene too, in that same moment, he's, they're all sitting there fighting, there's all kinds of danger going around, and there's a bunch of citizens out there, and he hears the cries of somebody, of, uh, of somebody, and he's like, somebody's in danger. And before they can stop him, like, well, we got, you know, kind of shit going on yeah. here, buddy, he takes off, off, saves it, to save them. Yeah. Like, God damn it, that is Superman, yeah. that's, and that was Joss Whedon's addition to the yeah. movie, and I'm like, let him direct the next Superman movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think... 
too, if you have... Well, anybody, but Zack Snyder yeah, directed the next you have, Superman You movie. have the later films with him being the Superman we... And it, it gives the earlier set better context mm-hmm. in that he's figuring out... Who he is. Who he is as a Kryptonian on Earth and what his role... Hey, should I be Emperor Superman? Should I be savior should i be a regular dude that works at a you know uh journal wait no prince dying oh god uh i'll have to find a new career um uh (laughs) but these glasses really just aren't the best disguise Um, but you know him dealing with troubles and you know it's his teenage angst phase and then him be going this is who I need to be. I am Superman. I am hope. I am I am truth. I'm justice. And that's the whole this. thing they talk about in this movie. He's the beacon of hope. I'm like, fucking when was he the beacon of hope in those movies? He yeah. was always just the beacon of sadness. The, and it the was... The beacon of sadness. <laughs> it's just a frowny face Batman light. <laughs> but it was... Um, that was... I mean, that was honestly the best part of the movies. And that's... Uh, and I had, I had listened to something earlier today about... Um, it was an old review from uh, Fat Man on Batman mm-hmm. of uh, Man of Steel. Uh, and they're talking about uh, Christopher Maloney. And he was whatever, General what's it what? Um, basically generic army man. Mm-hmm. And number he, two. In number two. And but whenever they cast him, and I remember this after they were talking about it, I was like it was like a lot of mystery behind it. They didn't know who he was going to play. And so a lot of people were like, oh, but he's going to play Lex Luthor. And in my head now, I'm looking back, I'm like, I wish he would have played Lex Luthor. <laughs> like, that, how much better off would we have been if he was Lex Luthor instead yeah. of what we got? Um, yeah, and I, I think... Uh, and I don't, I mean, I don't even mind Jesse Eisenberg, and I, I can kind of see what he was doing. Yeah, well, and two, like, Snyder gives... Uh, he's, he's trying to do, like, uh, what writers sometimes do in that where they'll build like a complex world for a character and all their, their life and what happened to them. And then only introduce them as a character on screen doing whatever's in the movie and never actually bringing up why yep. they act certain ways. Uh, I can't, it's like called the iceberg iceberg writing. Cause it's like, there's a whole bunch you of only see to the, the surface, character, but you, you only see, see the surface. And he tries to do that in his movies, but he leaves so much context out in the way that you want to see the iceberg you it's like you know showing robin uh suit and and it's all spray painted by joker and uh why Why that's that's badass i want to see that movie yeah but no it's just there to build the character's you know um, moodiness moodiness so you can maybe get an idea as to why they're like that why he's so grumpy it's like same way with like lex luther like oh he's talking about his dad founding lex corp is his dad the real lex luther and then he's his son is that how they actually planned on that? Or is this, uh, you know, it's like, that's what they should have done. Is, is that, cause he talks about his father building the company and all this stuff. So you can, and him being so young, you can assume that he might be Lex Luthor's son, which is an, a character in the, in the comics and everything, but they never give you the information. No. So, and then it's like, um, it's like, uh, with suicide squad, them talking about, uh, he got his teeth busted out because Robin, got killed jason todd was killed by uh by joker by joker and, and so they the bu- busted his teeth out and that's why he has the fake grill but we don't know that for sure but we, we don't know that because we're not told that in the movie we're assuming but that's what they considered the reason for why he has a grill and then people are like he just has fake teeth to be a jackass 
And, and then, yeah. you know, it's, it's like some of those things would improve the film if you give us that information. And that's, I heard somebody trying to defend Zack Snyder. And don't get me wrong, yeah, Zack Snyder is a visual director and you can't take that away from him. But they're saying he's really good with visuals. He doesn't do, he's not a bad director, but he just doesn't do so well at directing people or telling a story. Yeah. And I'm like, then he's not a, he's good, not director. a good director. <laughs> yeah. He's Which, a director of I mean, photography. Yeah, I have heard uh, people talk about, like, um, technical-wise, he, he's very good at, at showing a visual narrative. Yes. So being able to just show an image and you kind of get an idea of what the story is If there. he could just do a movie of that, yeah. and, then fine. And, and like, uh, the one thing I always remember from this article that is, like, them talking about showing, um, you know, Batman in the uh, uh, Senate. I believe it is Superman. Uh, Superman, in, in, yeah, and the he sees the bomb. Bomb goes off. It shows the crowd around there. it. Shows it, well. I'm saying uh, it shows the crowd. It shows the crowd behind that, and then it shows the people on TV. Yeah. So it's like saying like with that one shot, you get lots of clips, but it's showing the outreach of that one yes. thing. Show the impact on everyone. And so they're talking about like things and like that. Just, he it, does it, like not even just that, but as it's exploding, you yeah. see Superman's face. Yeah, he realizes I. Oh shit, you know, yeah. and and so they're saying like visually, you know, things like Watchmen and things he like that. Tell he can a tell a story from the visuals, but like writing dialogue and stuff. And there, there's take people, more than that. Kevin Smith occasionally uh, writing dialogue really great, yeah, but not being able to do action or visuals. Action or visuals very super well, uh, like Bruce Willis yelling him, "What did you just do? I I showed him the camera size with my hand. You don't know the name of the camera lenses." No, no. No, man, I just I just point my hands. He kind of knows what I'm doing. I've worked with him a long time. Dude, <laughs> you should know this by this point. Don't tell anybody you don't know the camera sizes. <laughs> I mean, which he's got a point there. He, he should know that. Point, That's yeah. your career. That is uh, a legit point. So I mean, and then you get people like uh, you know, Tarantino that can kind of do the Kevin Smith sitting around chatting, and then you get interesting visuals. Yep. Um, and there's people that can kind of do those things. But, uh, yeah, he does not do dialogue well, for sure. No. Um, but yeah, so Fox and, uh, Marvel are probably going to merge here soon. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And Infinity War is going to be dope. Um, yeah, I think that you got anything else to add? Um, but yeah, the initial point I was going for was that, uh, DC in compared to Marvel, um, it's hard to compare those stories if you're looking at them and wanting the same thing. Yeah. Cause the DC stories are not set up to be Marvel movies. No. In any way, shape, or... Those stories are not built to play like those Marvel stories are. Um, they're... they're they should... They're, I, the thing I think of more so is, like, Nolan, which works in that sense, but even... Not even that, more like Memento. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, something even a little darker and more detective-esque. You know, it's like... Uh, you know, you get those kind of corny, like Superman and stuff like that, and you get people like Brainiac and like these goofy kind of corny characters yeah. occasionally too, uh, in the grander you know world. But when you're trying to base a lot of your concept on Nolan's Batman, they need to take on the stylings of some of those darker stories, like Injustice. Yeah. Superman's done well there. He he has his focus, but he's very much the character than which Snyder's kind of pointing him as. Yes. Um and Superman has those arcs. Wonder Woman 
has those arcs where she is darker and has issues going on there. Um, but if you're going to go dark with DC, you need to go dark <laughs> with DC. Yeah. Um, it doesn't play itself to, we're going to make it really toned down dark. We're going to make the, the characters brooding, but we're also going to have some jokey humor like Marvel likes, and we're going to bring a bunch of people in a ragtag group and, you know, fight a big monster. Justice League like, should have been five, six, seven, eight years away. You can't ground and make things brooding and dark and realist, realistic, and also go corny and silly and big monsters. And Justice League doesn't really fit into that darker world so much. I mean, maybe in the Injustice stories, but it's it's kind of the whole hope, justice, freedom, yeah. the American way. <laughs> Uh, ah, no. Uh, no, yeah. Universal way. Universal way. Or global way, or whatever it is he says now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which, hey, yeah, gotcha. It's not so much American way anymore. Jump back into politics. <laughs> Do you see the thing? Uh, I was joking with Misty. was talking about, um, I believe it's Prince Harry's wife being American. Um, the one he's getting ready to marry, he's engaged to. But they were saying, like, if they have kids, the kids will be American, but they'll also be next to, or in line for the throne. And they were like, uh, we see the long game you're playing, Britain. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh, make make America great, Britain again. <laughs> and feel like, at this point, would anyone be upset about this? I'm <laughs> a supreme leader. <laughs> uh, they, have a par- they have a parliament, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, throw this on them. Um... Yeah, I think that's actually. I think we got recovered. Yeah, so phase four, a lot of things. I think we'll do Fantastic Four first, and then X Men later on after they. I think X Men a few years yeah. down the road. They'll they'll reboot later on. Yeah, and I think when they reboot, they're gonna wait long enough between. I think they're gonna cancel the Inhumans because they'll have the uh, mutants, the, and they don't. Inhumans is canceled already. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say they're gonna get rid of that. It sure. did terrible. Yeah, I heard bad things. Uh, I didn't even watch I saw, it. Um, the trailer looked I terrible. I saw Maisie was going to be in the new was it? Uh, new Mutants. New Mutants. Yeah. It's going to be Wolfsbane or something. Yeah. I saw her picture and I was like, is that? That's Maisie. Yep. That's her. Who like, are you? She's a wolf. Look at this. She can't get the fuck away from it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but before we go, uh, just for anybody listening One more there, thing from our, view- <laughs> our, our from sponsors. Our sponsors. Uh, uh, make sure I'll as garden. soon as possible <laughs> you if you don't have sci-fi download the app it's free but watch happy 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 joy joy it is fucking incredible I, i'm interested in watching it it's definitely it's, looks I, like as soon as i saw the first trailer for it, like one i love christopher maloney anyways yeah and then pat oswald pat oswald yeah but it was like as soon as i, saw the trailer, I was like i gotta read that you know graphic novel yeah. and so i bought it and read it it's incredible. It's yeah. amazing. And then the first episode of this is just so fucking batshit, balls to the wall, insane. And if you like that, because it it seems to have a similar pitch to what I'm, I've you need to watch Preacher season one and two. I did start to watch Preacher. It's a wonderful season two. But even the first episode, yeah, of Preacher, nowhere near oh, as insane. I, I, I gotta tell you this because it cracked me up. Uh, season two, Preacher starts off. Uh, there, uh, I don't know if you how many people you've met and whatnot, but there's uh, his literally the first episode. Okay, so it's him. He's got a, a, a Irish uh, vampire that's yeah. with him. I'm, I, I have met him. Yeah. Um, 
I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh, him and then he's got his girlfriend uh, with him, and they're driving in her car, and uh, he's got the power. Uh, the preacher has the power to use basically the voice of um, the. It's basically power similar to in God, where he can force people to do what he commands them to do, is what happens kind of throughout the story. And so they're driving. She's speeding. The police put on her side, and she's like, "Hey, should I run from him or should you?" Uh, you know, we stop and you, you fuck them up with your voice commands. And they're like, he's like, eh, it's your pick. You're driving. So she speeds off. She's like, I'm kind of low on gas, though. So they're driving. His name's Cassidy. A uh, vampire named Cassidy. Uh, but they end up running out of gas. Police show up. He starts fucking with them. Like, you two hold hands. You sing me this song. You, And the guy shows up referred to as the Saint of Killers. He's got these uh, six shooters, but he shoots them like sniper rifles. They're just blowing people apart. So they start hiding behind the thing like who the hell's shooting at us uh and they're like we gotta get out of here we gotta steal one of the police cars and get going and she's like i'm not leaving without my car and he's like well we'd have to siphon gas we gonna siphon gas for him and cassie kind of points over to part of a person's intestine laying there and she's like no no <laughs> and then it, it just cuts to them driving in the car and she's got blood smeared all over her face and she just looks very upset. <laughs> and uh, they go into a gas station and she starts chugging apple juice. And Cassidy kind of walks over to her and he like hands her hot sauce. And she's like, yeah, that might work. And starts like chugging it. And then he brings up a Yoohoo and she looks at him real weird. And he's like, trust me. Like, I've, I've eaten enough human intestine. This is how you get that taste out of my mouth, out of your mouth. It's just, it was a great scene. To make uh, yeah. It's, uh, the first episode, I love the first episode of yeah. Preacher, but, uh, for sure, happy. If you get a chance to, you need to watch yeah, it. I'll it's it amazing. Um, the first scene is just uh, Christopher Maloney just again dancing a jig, <laughs> dabbing with blood spurting out the top of his head. Like it's, yeah, I've seen the. the, 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 the I was like, as soon as I saw, he was like, "If you show me Christopher Maloney dabbing, yeah. you have a viewer forever." And that's that's one of those situations like. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, it makes like, it an interesting, <laughs> interesting movie. I am still going to watch the show from here on, even after reading the comic book. Um, I'm still watching the show uh, as if it's a continuation of Law and Order SVU. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way to go about it. Um, who's the writer of Happy? Uh, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Yeah, he uh, had some work with Hellblazer mm-hmm. and uh, Preacher and Era. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, Garth Ennis, all those, all those, all those guys worked on uh, Hellblazer and then went off to do some of those. Happy was the first time I read a graphic novel, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Grant Morrison." Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Uh, I read, uh, oh, I can't know what it is now. Uh, the Filth, not too long ago. Oh yeah, it's him. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's some interesting stuff. He he's he's an interesting dude. <laughs> I listened to an interview with him uh, with uh, Kevin Smith and. He's an interesting dude. <laughs> He's fascinating. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, so until uh, next time, guys, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Uh, check out our you know, all of our shit we post on there. Um, but until next time, I'm Jake. Joe. What are we talking about? 